guys, and welcome back to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation because I love to talk with you. I love to talk to you about things in the Word of God. I love to talk to you about current events and, and what's happening. And as you know, we're in a series right now called Spiritual Disciplines. Again, we said that D word that none of us like, discipline. And yet we all know that we like the effects of the discipline. We like what we get after the discipline. Now, as you know, we've talked about physical disciplines, which are very important. The foods that we eat, the exercise we get, the way that we watch our words and where we go and what we say. And so personal discipline is so important. But spiritual discipline, I must say, I think is even more important. So whether you're watching me on my YouTube channel right now or you're listening to me on our podcast, I'm so glad you're here. And I'll just put a shout out. If this resonates with you today, if you would be so bold as to pass this on to someone that could really use a word of encouragement when it comes to the area of spiritual disciplines. And if this is your first time finding me, go back and check out the last few podcasts or our YouTube videos because we talked about various disciplines like silence and solitude in our life or prayer or the word of God. So make sure that you're going back and you're watching and you're sharing these. So let me just ask you, if you're ready right now, would you just start by saying this little prayer? Holy Spirit, I welcome you. I ask you, the God of the universe, to come right now and speak to me. Show me what I cannot see on my own. Speak to me in areas in my spirit that I need to wake up, that I need to move on and move forward. And take this teaching, take this lesson on meditation and teach me how to meditate on you, God. If you pray that prayer, God will speak to you. God wants to speak to you. And God does speak to you. So let me start by asking a question. How many of you have laid awake all night thinking about something? You know, you lay there and maybe it is something you have to do. It's a to-do list. Or maybe it's an argument you had with your spouse. Maybe it's an idea that you have, or it's a relationship you need to mend. But you know, you've had that night, that night that you stayed awake and you thought over and over and over about it, the scenarios and how to get out of it and what to say. Well, can I tell you, congratulations, you know how to meditate because that's exactly what meditation is. Meditate means to think over something over and over and over. Literally, the definition of meditate is to think on, to process, and to consider. So that's what the word meditate is. It means you literally take a thought, you take a concept, you take a word from God, you take the scripture, and you process it over and over and over. I'm going to tell you, as I began to really research this particular topic, and if you know anything about me, I love to study. I love to research. I love to listen to podcasts and read books, especially when it comes to spiritual disciplines, because I want to learn. I always want to go deeper. You know, I've been on this Christian pilgrimage with God a lot of years, but I can tell you that there's so much more for me to learn. You will never arrive, but we can continue to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And as I started studying meditation, you guys, let me just tell you, I really got convicted because I realized it's been a long time since I really meditated. Now, I love to read the Word of God, teach the Word of God, sing the Word of God, pray the Word of God, but I really have 
not been meditating on the word of God. That means I take a passage, a scripture, and I just sit and I read it over and over and over. And I literally let it go deeper. It sinks in. It's just, there's something about meditation. It's just short little um, passages, short little parts of scripture, maybe something God says to me and I go deep and I learn how to listen. I sit on it and I process it and I think about it and then I wait and I listen. And the thing with meditation is you can't get in a hurry. You can't be so quick to go to the next verse that you don't let God speak to you in that word or that cluster of words, or that concept in those words. And that's what David did so well. If you've ever read the Proverbs or the Psalms, read through the Psalms, there's so many beautiful Psalms of David that are just meditation. I want to share some of those. Now, if you've ever read through Psalm 119, which is the longest Psalm in the Bible, I think it's like I got 173 verses. That's a long Psalm. And I took some time this week and I just read over it and over it, and over it. And I realized this was a deep psalm of David. He was meditating on the things of God. He was pondering, thinking, processing. And he says, I love it. David wrote about the love that he had for God's word. He said, meditate on God's law, on his precepts, and on his commandments. They will make you wiser than your enemies and wiser than your teachers. And I stopped right there and I meditated on that. I realized I have enemies that are coming against me. But when I meditate on God's word, it makes me wiser than my enemies. Now, listen, here's how what happened as I meditate on this. God said, you know, Tammy, every morning when you go on your prayer walks and you ask me for insight, wisdom, and revelation, do you realize I give you thoughts, I give you words, I give you ideas, I give you concepts? I give you strategies. There's times, you guys, where Holy Spirit will say to me, remember the scripture, Tammy, said a watchman over my mouth, oh Lord, guard the door of my lips. I want you to be still today. I want you to be silent today because there's so often that my words can be used by the enemy to say things I shouldn't say, to go places I shouldn't go, make commitments I shouldn't commit. Do you realize when you meditate on God's word, he gives you wisdom on how to be smarter than your enemy and even your teachers. Do you realize that wisdom comes from God and he can even make you smarter than your teachers? He goes on, he says, oh, how I love thy law, O God, how I meditated, meditate on it all day long. That's that scripture in Thessalonians where it tells us to pray without ceasing. And some of you may say, I don't know how to pray without ceasing. That just means that you are so in tune with God all day long that if Holy Spirit prompts you with a prayer request, with a thought, with an idea, your mind, your motive, your emotions are so in tune with God that you literally can redirect into prayer. That you are so connected with God all day long that you can talk to him all day long. So if he tells you to pray, to intercede, to sop, to meditate, that you are literally praying without ceasing. That's what that verse means. So when we think of meditation, let's just be honest, most of us think of Eastern meditation. You know, it, it was a big thing back in the, the, the 90s and everybody was going to yoga classes and they were learning how to meditate. You know, they were learning how to empty their mind. So Eastern religion will teach you how to empty your mind. And I will tell you that's one of the most dangerous places you can be. 
Because if you try to empty your mind, the enemy will come and he will fill your mind with all kinds of things. Look, I love fitness. I've been to yoga classes. I'm a Pilates instructor. I understand fitness. But if you ever sit in a class where you're humming and you're trying to empty yourself of something, I'm telling you, you're making space for the enemy to come and fill you often with things you should not be thinking about. That's what Eastern meditation is. And Western meditation isn't much better. Western meditation is filling your mind with intellectual abilities. Maybe you go to a conference and they want you to meditate on all those things you can be, all those places you can go, and you're sitting in this Western meditation of prosperity and wealth and all you can be. I'm telling you, you must be careful with that as well. So I'm not talking about Eastern meditation. I'm not talking about Western meditation. I'm talking about biblical meditation. I'm talking about what David talks in the Psalms when he tells us to meditate on the word of God, to know the word of God, to recite the word of God, to sit still with the word of God. There's a big difference in those and make sure you know what biblical meditation is. To meditate on the word of God is to take time to ponder a verse and a passage from scripture. Listen, so the truth can seek in, sink in, sink in to your being. Literally, you guys, when I sit and I just take a small little passage and I sit there in my prayer room and I'm bathed by it. Now, I'm hoping this makes sense to you. And you may say, Tammy, I've not been there. I don't get this. It's a little weird for me. I understand that. So let me just be very honest with you as your coach here. It's literally sitting very still and quiet. And when I say bathe, you know, when you take a bath and you just submerge yourself, you're sitting there relaxed. Well, that's what it means to bathe in the word of God that you sit there and you really relax in the word of God and you let the thoughts and the truths of God bathe you. The biblical definition of meditation means to reflect, to moan, to groan, to mutter, to make a sound, to contemplate or recite, or someone that repeats a word over and over. Now, if you've ever been to the Wailing Wall, if you've ever been to a Jewish synagogue, and often you see someone that rocks and they rock back and forth, that literally is a Hebrew form of meditation because they are taught in rabbinical school to meditate by rocking back and forth. So I know I've been to the Wailing Wall. I, um, I'll just throw a pitch out here. If any of you have watched uh, our great friend, Lou Engel, we know that he's a great man of God. And when he teaches, he rocks because we know that he's been in a place of intercession. We know that he knows how to go deep with the things of God. I can tell you when I'm in my prayer room or I'm at my prayer rock in my prayer room where I pray, I find myself sometimes actually rocking. I'm in this form where I'm repeating over and over and I'm moving. Now you may go, okay, that's a little weird for me. Okay, I can accept that. But I tell you, if you will learn the discipline of meditation and you will get alone with God and you will take one short little passage, maybe just Psalm 27, and you just take, we're going to look at in a moment, just that first verse and you repeat it over. And I don't just mean in repetition. I mean, you stop and you say, God, teach me what this means. Take me deeper in what this means. And then you just recite it. You bathe it over you. You pray it over you. You say it over you. You memorize it over you. I think before long, you're going to get in this cadence. You kind of get into a cadence of prayer or of worship. And you're moving it because your whole body is 
Your whole body is communicating with God. We were made in God's image. And when you have this supernatural connection of prayer, when you are talking to the God of the universe who created you and knows you and sustains you and loves you and leads you, you're in this oneness with him. It's not this stuff where I'm humming, I'm trying to release myself. It's this connection, this biblical connection where I am literally connected with God. And listen, the Bible says, we can have the mind of Christ. So we literally have the mind of Christ by meditating on his word. So I love this. The Hebrew word meditate comes from the Hebrew word Hagah, Hagah. So Hagah, the basic meaning of that means to utter, to mutter in a low sound. So when you're in, literally, if, if any of you have the gift of tongues, maybe you've prayed in tongues and you find yourself speaking in this angelic language. And again, we've had this, if you've, if you've not heard my take on the spiritual um, gifts, I'd love you to go back. It's right here on my YouTube channel and my podcast. And I talk about the spiritual gifts and every one of us, the Bible is very clear. We all have a spiritual gift and many have the spiritual gift of that beautiful angelic language. But if you've ever been in a place where you literally know that you are speaking in tongues or you're uttering something that's a gift from God well I believe meditation can be that too and there's times where I literally I'm uttering a passage and I get in this rhythmic prayer because it's unity with the Spirit of God and that's really what the spiritual walk is all about that you are walking in wholeness and unity with God um, it, it's meant to contemplate to meditate to recite to connect so I'm really excited. I want to go a little deeper with this. So Joshua 1 and Psalm 1, you might want to write these down. And I pray when you guys come to my YouTube channel and, and you know I'm going to teach you because I love, whether it's my podcast or my YouTube channels, I love to teach you. I'm, I'm kind of a spiritual coach to you. And I, I pray that you come with pen and paper and you ponder these things and, and you take notes and you listen. So Psalm 1 and Joshua 1 are parallel passages. You can read these together and they're both saying the same thing. So John 1, or excuse me, Joshua 1, Joshua 1 verses 6 through 8. I want to talk to you a little bit about this and then go back again and, and read Psalm 1. Um, here's how he starts off, and I love this. Joshua's going, be strong in the Lord, be contagious and courageous in the Lord, be strong in the Lord, be strong in the Lord. And he says it in 6 and in 7 and 8. So he's got this message. He says, hey, listen to me, be strong in the Lord, be strong in the Lord. And he goes on and he says, and be of good courage and be of good courage. And you're going, okay, Joshua, I get it. Verse 6, verse 7, verse 8, be strong, be strong, be courageous, be courageous. Do you see what he's saying? He's He's building up the people. It's kind of his sermon, right? He's coming, he's saying, people, I want you to be strong. I want you to be courageous. And they're going, okay, Joshua, I get it, I get it. And then he pivots. Now stay with me, this is so good. Then he pivots and he says, only be strong and very courageous that you might observe to do all things. Listen, according to the law of Moses, now remember he's following Moses here, they had lifted Moses up so high. Moses was so high and so godly. And he's, Joshua's going, look, you can do the same thing Moses did. Be strong and courageous. The law of Moses, my servant, commanded you, listen, do not turn to the right or the left. Stay strong, stay courageous. Now, this is what he says. This is good, that you might prosper wherever you go. The book of the law shall not depart from you. 
for you shall meditate on it day and night, day and night. Listen, that you will observe all that is according to it. Listen, for then you will make your way straight and prosperous and you will have good success. Now there's so much meat in this. Stay with me. You want favor. You want success. You want to walk in anointing with God. You want to know that you are moving forward, not to the right and not to the left. Listen to what Joshua says to the people. This is the leader of Israel right now. He says, be strong and courageous. And the only way you can do that is to get in the word of God and meditate on it day and night. Meditate on it day and night. Read it, recite it, repeat it groanings and moanings and listen to what it's saying. I'm telling you what, we do not know the word of God. I became so convicted during this message myself that I literally started going back to the word of God and memorizing scriptures. We have to meditate on the word of God. And the only way you can do that is to memorize scripture. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. The only way that you can walk with favor and prosperity is to know the word of God. And you do that by meditating. To meditate on the word is to take time to ponder a verse or a passage so that the truth will sink into your soul. Psalm 19:14 says, "May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer, over and over and over and over and over." And I could go over and over. David said it so many times he was trying to teach the people to meditate. My friend, I'm telling you right now, listen. You may go to church, you may listen to worship music, you may be a good person, but if you have not developed the discipline of meditation in your life, you're doing yourself an injustice. We must learn to meditate. We are living in a crazy world. It is a world of fast pace, nothing. Everything's vying for our time. You may scroll Instagram, you may Go pop from podcast to podcast. I, I don't know what you do with your time, but I'm telling you right now, I was under such conviction where Holy Spirit said to me, will you sit in my presence and just meditate? Just take a passage and sit. We started off this whole series with the discipline of silence and solitude. And yesterday I was actually down in San Diego with my son and we went on a prayer walk. He took me into this beautiful back bay area, uh, this beautiful lake there in San Diego. And we were walking and um, deer were coming all around us and beauty and nature. And, and he goes, mom, don't you just love nature? And I said, baby, I so do. And as much as I love walking with my son, we pray, we talk. He has multiple businesses. He's very successful. And I love to pray over him and his children and his wife. And he he's, mom, I love to prayer walk with you because I know you pray over me. And I said, buddy, can we take a moment right now and just be in silence and solitude? Can we just walk in the beauty of creation? And I'm telling you, there was something that was so bonding with my son. It wasn't our words and it wasn't our connection. It was that the God of the universe, I keep saying that, God knows you, he loves you. These were two of his children, a mother and a son, that were walking in unity in the power 
of silence and solitude. We were letting Holy Spirit speak to us individually. And toward the end of our walk together, I said, hey, bud, what did God say to you? And he began to share with me things that God spoke to him. And had we not taken the moment to be quiet and to be still and to know that he was God, we would have missed out on the power of Holy Spirit speaking to us. That's what it means to meditate, to be still and meet God. I want to just share a couple more passages before we get into our coaching um, tips for today. In Psalm 104, 34, it says, May my meditation be pleasing to him as I rejoice in the Lord. So take these passages. Again, I really want to encourage you to meditate and to think and to ponder um, something stirring in my spirit I'll be sharing with you in our next podcast because I believe God wants us to learn to just allow ourselves to be bathed with Scripture and to sit quietly with Scripture. So in conclusion today, I want to give you some of our coaching steps, our tips for today. Number one, here's what I want you to do. I want to ask you, what are you meditating on? Are you meditating on a problem? Are you meditating on a potential? Are you meditating on a relationship? Are you meditating on the Word of God? I want to encourage you by right now taking every thought captive by renewing your mind. What I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to first off, number one, ask yourself, where is your mind right now? Is your mind filled with confusion? Is your mind filled with hope and ideas and aspirations? Those aren't bad things. I'm an entrepreneur and I'm constantly coming up with ideas. But if my mind is filled with what I can do, then I'm not making space for what God can do. And there's times today, for instance, I had to literally let every idea in my mind go by the wayside and concentrate on what God was trying to say to me, to be still and allow him to speak to me in my spirit and then listen, talk to him, say, God, I think this is what you're saying to me right here. Can you show me if this is what you're saying? I'm going to sit on this for a minute. And I literally did that for over an hour on my walk this morning. I let him renew me and speak to me. That's number one step today. Ask yourself, what are you spending your time meditating on? Number two, I'm going to ask you to read Psalm 27. I'm going to ask you to open up your Bible to Psalm 27 and meditate on that verse. And this is what it looks like. Psalm 27. And the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? So when I meditate that on that, I start and I just say, the Lord is my light. God, I need your light today. I need it so bright that I know what steps to take and what steps not to take. That I realize that you are the light of my life, that you light my path. I don't want to go to the right or the left. I meditate on that. You are my light. You are my light. You are my source. And literally don't get in a hurry, my friend. Just sit on that one sentence. You are my light. And after he shows you what he means by that and my salvation, just stop and thank him that he is your salvation. If you know him as your Lord and Savior, if you know that your destiny is eternity with heaven, then oh my goodness, take time to thank him. And then fall under the conviction who the people God's put in your life that don't know him. Is there someone you know that doesn't have salvation who can't say that God is their salvation? Are you supposed to be sharing your testimony with somebody? Do you realize when you meditate on one verse 
how he can teach you so much in one verse. Don't get in a hurry. Sit on it for at least five to ten minutes. And then, whom shall I fear? Just three things in one little sentence. You're my light. You're my salvation. Whom shall I fear? I am not going to fear man. I'm not going to fear the government. I'm not going to fear the lies of the enemy. I will not fear. If you take those three aspects of one verse and you meditate on it, I guarantee you God will show you new truths from his scripture. And then you can go on. There's so much more. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? So just meditate on Psalm 27. And then number three in closing, practice the discipline of meditation. So whether it's Psalm 27 or another verse, take it. And literally what I said to you as I'm teaching you, ponder, recite, memorize, meditate, moan, maybe rock, repeat it over, get alone. There's something beautiful about biblical meditation. It is not Eastern meditation. It is not Western meditation. It is biblical meditation. Meditate on the word of God. Don't be in a hurry. Allow Holy Spirit to take you deep in the word of God. Guys, I hope this has been helpful for you. I love being with you. I'm so grateful that you've joined our family here on our podcast and here on our YouTube channel. So once again, if you take a moment and like this, it means a lot when we know that you're following us. And of course, you can click that notification so you know when we've uploaded another podcast or a YouTube video for you. But mostly, please share this. Um, I believe God's given me a word for you, and I would love to share that with your friends and family as well. So stay tuned. We've got a lot to share. I love you guys so much. Take this week to meditate on the word of God. Stay disciplined. Love you guys so much. See you next time.